Maho, Aniki, Headshit Podcast, Maho, Aniki, Headshit Podcast, Maho, Aniki, Headshit Podcast, Maho, Aniki, Headshit Podcast. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Magical Bro Transformation Podcast, episode 60. Ooh. Yeah, something a All little right. different. Uh, we're skipping around the list if you've been keeping up with that. Uh, if you haven't, you know, just business as usual. We're Joining skipping me, lists. We're skipping the list. Fuck lists. <laughs> yeah, lists are for losers. Because we, we don't have the, the, the ability to... F- yeah, they don't have vaginas or booty holes. Joining me this week to fuck this list are... The usual, the boys, Mike and Juan. Hello. Yeah. And we have a special guest this week because we are uh, reviewing, discussing, talking about Watership Down, the 1978 movie. And joining me to discuss this uh, very um, child-friendly movie is... (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Very child-friendly. Is a parent, a father of two... Uh, and I feel it's very uh uh it's a it's a right move. Let's get a dad in here. And what what better dad than the dad of dads, the best dad, Mr. Miguel. Hey everybody. It's yeah. good to be here. Time to take over the broadcast, turn it into the dad cast. <laughs> See how this goes. Uh, oh no. I need to get a kid. Two hundred percent dad humor. Two hundred percent. Time to go to sleep. Time to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, guys. Time to fall asleep on the couch watching yeah. TV. You got to put on the movie, put on the show, and just say, you know, I, I started watching it and I thought it was pretty good, but you know, then I then I just fell asleep. And yeah. uh, I don't know what to tell you, but man, that ending, whoo wee! I don't know about that that middle part. <laughs> Those damn rabbits. Those damn rabbits. So, so what did everybody think? All right. I'd never watched this movie, of course. Like, uh, I feel like everybody else in here, except maybe you, Miguel. Uh, I'd yeah. only heard about it through shitty top ten lists on YouTube, your watch mm, mojos I, and whatnot. I read maybe the first two chapters of it. I learned it was a mm. book through Miguel when he told me about it. And I was like, wow. I, I'd seen people talk about it on forums before. Like, oh, look at this thing. And <laughs> I'd seen screenshots of it. But I never really, like, bothered to go into it. The only thing I was aware of was that there was a lot of dead rabbits. That's that's That was the extent of my knowledge of this movie. Yeah. Well, I, I knew it because all of elementary and middle school. Um, that was just a book that just, like, always popped up at, at our school uh, library. And also, I had a friend who raised rabbits for 4-H. She would, um, uh, she read that book. She would reenact the scenes from the movie. <laughs> She'd let her dog loose and she was like, look, look, guys, this is like the movie. She, uh, <laughs> it's yeah. a Watership Down reference, guys. She'd go and she'd show her rabbits in the pens, this movie, every, every, uh, j- just for, uh, like clarification, 4-H is like, um, for those that don't know, it's just like a, it's kind of like a trader's sort of thing, right? Like a bunch yeah. of people show up and they sell their, their livestock. Yeah. It's something like that. It's agricultural competition, but they also have like a um, like a rifle shooting competitions. Oh, I never huh. knew. Or well, we we yeah. did at least, um, and horses yeah, and sheep and things like that. Yeah, I had horses once. Yeah, um, I I think everybody in the south has done ranch it. Bases. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. I still don't know what all the four H's. Yeah. Nope. What are the horses and? Horses hunting, hoes and hunters. A shahip, shahip, <laughs> and hair. Uh-huh. Lots of hay. Uh huh. So, watership down. Watership uh, down. I didn't know. I mean, after watching the movie, I don't know if it was uh, deserving of its infamy. Uh, if that's the word, if that, I feel like that's the right word because all I ever heard about it was there's so much death. I can't believe this was a kids' movie. And uh, it definitely feels a lot more toned down than what people had kind of led me. And like what I felt mm-hmm. like going in, I was like, oh, it's going to be all sorts of fucked up. But like it had violent moments, but for the most part, fairly like it was suspenseful, but there wasn't yeah. like a whole shit ton of death going around everywhere. It was, so it was very sometimes the blood was like unnecessary. Yeah. Yeah. Like in that snare trap scene. 
<laughs> Why was he bleeding out of his orifices when he was ensnared? I I thought like a hook went into his throat or something. You, listen, and Mike, it, you need, you need to get a, you need to get through these kids thick skulls. That deforestation <laughs> is bad. Yeah, <laughs> what very, was very the, on that topic? What was the message of this movie? Was it an allegory for uh, for like? I, I don't I didn't really get that because like it had a, like a few things going on and I didn't really I wasn't really sure what the focus of it was. I mean, if you were to ask the New York Times in uh, 1978, they would tell you that this was just a pretentious ass movie. Apparently, I I don't, I, I don't honestly, know. I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't. <laughs> no, but here's I think a, here's I would say article. it's a bit pretentious, honestly. In the, like, I feel like it's all over the place as far as the message goes. Like one point, it's like, oh man, it's fucking up everything. I don't know. I feel and like then, there's only and, two messages. I, and and the, what was the uh, like? Okay, I have deforestation that, is then, bad, I, and fuck bitches make babies. I don't think that was a centered fo- like I don't. That, think was, that all was the entire focus. second half. It was pretty integral. Yeah, that was, that was the second half. Yeah, that was the entire second and then, half. And then mixed with it is, I guess, military militarism is bad. Eh. Was it really militarism? Isn't that just like slave or... driving? No, no, no. You know what? And then what? Well, okay, on top of that, then what was the whole thing about um about Fiverr? Then like, what was his what the the like, profit what, Fiber? What they, you, that you should just believe the Fiber person that's Fiber having weird dreams. I, I believe Maybe. that's. I, I believe that's they they is. call it the uh, the driving force of the story. Without which, <laughs> I mean, it, yeah. nothing. The, without which, the bodies the, the bodies the, the bodies would just die. The oracle. You yeah, have but Amaro. it's like. I just figured there had to be some form of reason as to why he was receiving these messages, but they never really. No. It just I mean, it just occurred. No, they were just supposed to be like, okay. Fiber has is psychosis. it psychosis if it's working though? <laughs> if yeah, it's I, mean, actually... I mean, I'm getting it from Hellblade because the character has psychosis and she sees sees things, <laughs> and she's like the daughter of a, a priestess. So, mm-hmm. if I mean, a female can do it, I mean, a rabbit yeah. can too. And in the beginning just, of this, I don't know. Y'all, it sounds like y'all like digging a little bit too, too, too deep. deep. Into I remember, this, uh... remember, yes, reading an interview with the author yes. Richard Adams from a few years back. Uh, he's deceased <laughs> now. He died a few years ago. He was like ninety something. Damn. But when he wrote this book, he was like fifty six or something. So already pretty, you know, well on in his life. And he would just make up these stories as he was driving through the countryside to entertain his children. So he would just make all this stuff up. Now, when he put it down on paper, he was of the mind that you know this is just a good, a good story. Good story. Sure, you might have some, some things in there, but there's no real, there's no real allegory or things too deep when it comes to deforestation or anything. Because it's bam, it's right there in your face. Yeah. Humans are fucking up the land. They're killing the rabbits. I mean, that's just how it, how it goes. But if you were to say, I think that the allegory is okay, you know humans are bad and blah 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 and then at the end all the rabbits would have died a horrible death but that's not what happened they make it through they have their own little warren and they survive and they live to be a ripe old age it's just that's a normal cycle they gotta and fuck them bunny he, bitches they do i mean that was the whole bird <laughs> the bird voiced by <laughs> zero mistel the they meet him and he's like where are all <laughs> the women what did you do you all are stupid go get the women <laughs> We were talking about this before uh, you came on. What kind what? of accent did he have? I couldn't quite nail it. Was it German? Was it German? It's supposed Italian? to be some sort of weird, like, I don't know, Russian or Slavic it's, kind That's of what I was starting to get. That's a, that's a feeling I was kind of getting from that. It's, I love the bird, though. He was he was really Yeah, he was a great. I mean, that guy, that actor, Zero Nostel, he was a great uh, comedic actor. If you've ever seen The Producers with Gene Wilder, he's he's in that movie. He oh. co-stars with Gene Wilder there. But, you know, the whole, and he, you're talking about, you know, Fiverr, who when I saw this, I think the first time I saw it was about 10 years ago. Um, but I had known of it since I was a little kid in daycare. I had a VHS copy of The Hobbit animated movie. Uh-huh. And there was a preview of this at the beginning of it. And it would always, just the preview by itself, would terrify the other kids in the daycare. <laughs> The, to the point where they would just have to fast forward and skip through it and just get to the damn movie. And that was my movie that I would brought in. So they always thought of me as a little freaky kid <laughs> for wanting to watch all that scary crap. Uh, it There is, you know, violence and blood and guts and all that. But, you know, there's bit. not too much. There's not too, too much to where people are just, you know, freaking out about it. But what is in the movie 
which I have not seen in very many other, you know, quote unquote children's movies or films, is that ominous tone. Yeah, it's, that... it's, it, it's it definitely there. does. There's a feeling of dread throughout the movie. Yes, throughout it, you know, like something is gonna happen at any possible fucking moment. Yeah, especially in the uh, the first half of the movie. Oh yeah. You know, when you meet Fiverr, uh, when I saw this first 10 years ago, he immediately reminded me of Amaro, you know, Amaro Ray from Mobile Suit Gundam, yeah. <laughs> you know, because he gets those fits and everything. He's like, oh, shit, something's going to happen. You know, he's a precog, you know, the new half. Yeah. And nobody ever wants to listen to him. He doesn't really want to do the things that he has to do. But as far as him being like an allegory for Jesus or anything like the talking mm. lion from Narnia, you know, I don't really think, you know, he's, he's I mean, not. He's really just put there to be the engine. And in the, the very story, you know, to drive it. Yeah, and in the very beginning, they show you that whole little. Uh, I guess, I guess that's since beautiful. You, yeah, since you you said that it's just a bunch of stories that that guy made up. I guess he just made up this like yes. uh, this lore for mythology. Life. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> like they show you that thing and in the beginning, really and I was like, okay, from. well, here we go. The fucking god is showing this this bunny visions because he's he's just helping him out. Yes, just, that's uh, that's part of the thing. Yeah. You have to take the mythology with the, the overall story very, you know, all together. And uh, it, it start, not and separate. literally starts and ends with, uh, you know, with the whole m- mythology of the, of the thing where the, black the, 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 black the, the, the prince of bunnies or something. Yeah. <laughs> Frith. Frith. Yeah. Oh, well, Frith praise be. God. Yeah. Frith is the, the God there. And the yeah. other, the other rabbit, the prince of rabbits, I could never pronounce his name. When I read the book, I could never pronounce his name. No, I won't try it. It was always so damn annoying having to read all those names. Uh, when they um, when they said his name at the beginning of the episode of the movie, I kept trying to like rewind it to so you uh, could try and pronounce hear it. what the fuck his name was. But I was like, what the fuck is that? How do you spell this? Hey, I'm not gonna yeah, try. That, <laughs> that opening animation is no. You shouldn't. <laughs> just, <laughs> just sounds ridiculous. That opening animation, though, I I loved it. Yeah, it's really good. I yeah. saw it. And it's, it's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. And especially just seeing the, the trailers and stuff, I didn't know what to expect. Nobody ever really, uh, whenever it was brought up that I had heard about it, nobody ever really talked about what it was like, what it was about, or how it was animated, or the, even like the year that it came out in. Everybody yeah. would just talk about, oh, there's so bad, bunnies, dead, gore everywhere. Yeah, and, uh, you know, that's the... Yeah, I mean, you know, that's the nature of what <laughs> getting Animals getting people do. to discuss i mean yeah they do that you know i've seen worse in my backyard but they gotta ham it up yeah they got <laughs> like people on the internet gotta ham it up which is what i'm gonna do now i, I think it's also due in part to like so people watch this like uh, like miguel here he watched it like years ago mm-hmm. so i think they just carry the fear that the movie gave them when they were younger to 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 now and so when they talk about it they still have that like that thought of like how freaky it was to them at that age yeah which well, ha- also the animation the animation goes back to its time i, I don't want to say the animation but i guess the themes of it because like miguel was saying you know the hobbit um Watership Down, uh, Lord of the Rings, yeah, all the other ones that came out, those movies that came out in the sixties and seventies. I mean, that's reminiscent of its time, not not the style, but more of like, I guess the the themes and the messages. Because uh, why you see a lot of those nature, magical, you know, mystical movies or cartoons? Yeah, um, that was because of you know the the hippie age, the movement going on around yeah them. because yeah. yeah because these books like the hobbit and uh well not necessarily the hobbit i think but um lord of the rings and all those those books are older but then the 60s came and they found and, them yeah they found them and like that these these books and these literatures just blew up so i see this animation as like a part of that era especially because there's shots of the wilderness and how things are natural or things should be and, and things like that yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, this thing looks pretty. Yeah, that's that's true. Uh, I, that's that opening animation is what's mm-hmm. I think mind blowing about it. Everything else is pretty standard. Yeah. It was the first movie I remember yeah. reading that that has a dust where they use actual dust effects in the animation, mm-hmm. yeah. which they hadn't which they hadn't done before. But that opening scene is just it's pretty beautiful, uh, yeah. especially for the time, the amount of time that was taken. Mm-hmm. And they they went out of must have been a good size of the budget. 
they went out of their way to use an actual painting of a fucking rabbit in the very beginning. Yeah. Oh yeah. <clears throat> and just shined it over it. And I was like, whoa, what the fuck? This this looks like a like what what uh B E T or like those motion comics try and do now, except it mm-hmm. looked better. Because it was, you know, very short and uh it was only used for like that one little part and I was like that looked yeah. cool for for the little bit yeah. that they used it. I'm glad the entire thing isn't like this because then I'd be yeah. like No. Because it's pretty important to uh, to make the transition. That's what they're they're giving you the realism there of the rabbit, and then transitioning it into more you know animation, you know traditional animation style to show you though that this is a real. This is about real freaking rabbits, but the story is going to be a little bit different. That's the other cool thing. The also, only fantastical thing you have is is Fiverr, and you know he's not like shooting lightning bolts out of his hands or anything. He's just saying that there's it's things are ominous. You know, something's going to happen. Bad shit's gonna happen, man. I mean, I, I can understand sort of why the uh, why the, the other people are like, the, the elder, shut this guy down. Yeah, like the elder yeah. was like, ah, get this crazy fuck out of here. Because I mean, the way he presents himself is not very, you know, reliable. Yeah, crazy. Like, like he's like rolling on the ground and shit. Like, it's it's yep. hard to take him seriously. Especially, yeah, he just wants to eat and go to his harem. It's true. <laughs> Like near the end, especially I, I was expecting Fiverr to just be like, you know, I never read the book or anything. So when I want, like near the end, when they were all trapped in the hole, uh, that they dug themselves in so they could, you know, be saved from the other clan of bunnies that were trying to kill them. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought Fiverr was, uh, you know, freaking out on the ground on purpose. And he was like, oh, man, there's some bad things, man. <laughs> oh, there's a dog loose, man. Uh, like, and I, then I thought there was, a dog then there was a dog loose. But I thought he was doing that on purpose. <laughs> He's trying to scare away the other bunnies. And then I when did too, because yeah. they were starting to freak out when they heard him like rolling yeah. around under the thing. So but I was like, oh, he's he's doing it on purpose. Yeah, but no, but no then, then, just... it, then it came out that <laughs> there was an actual dog. And I was like, okay, I guess. I guess, movie. Yeah, <laughs> but how did he? Like, I mean, I, okay, again, it's just it's just happening to him and stuff. But um, then his brother starts hearing it too, and the voice that he heard it from was not his brother. It was not. No, the the God giveth and the God taketh away. Yeah. I don't know what what he took away from. I mean, I guess his uh his sanity, but <laughs> <laughs> but. You, you fair know. trade. It's a fair I trade. Mean, it's it, equivalent. It just exchange. reminds me of the two brothers from that one movie about the mom who's like so overweight Full she can't leave the home. Oh no! <laughs> um, I cannot oh, remember Depp. the name. Yeah, and then, yeah, Gilbert Grape. There you go. And like you know, a Hazel's having to watch his like semi-retarded. That—that's his penance. He's got to take care of his younger brother, who's kind of not all there. Uh, yeah, yes. but at least this brother saves his life <clears throat> multiple times. Yeah. He saves goes back and he finds village. his brother after he gets shot. Right? Yeah. yeah. That, then, that's, uh, you can really understand the story if you just couch it in you know, the terms of mythology. You know, mm-hmm. Greek mythology, like the Odyssey or things like that, where you do have oracles, they are given visions. You can choose to trust or distrust them, but the visions are legit. And yeah. that's that's exactly why they do that opening scene, that opening animation that describes mythology, so you know that that's the world that you're operating in. Everyone yeah. is your but, enemy. But yeah. in the in the book, and that's why I always said like I only read the first two chapters. It's because they go so much into the mythology. Um, they even they even go into like how they count, how they use numbers, and how they like uh, track their days. Damn. And at that point, I was just like, I the rabbits have a very rigid system, like yeah, they, uh, they in their do. hierarchy and everything. Like, it's, yeah, these bunnies like the, live in a the society. They live yeah. in a society. They live like, in a system. They have their own system, and and at that point, I'm just like, uh, it, this is too much for me. And so I had to like not read the book. <laughs> how how old were you when you? Right. Um, I think I was in eighth grade. Okay, because I feel like the Juan of now is like super into stuff like that. Yeah, but the, the thing is, when when I uh, when I was reading it, it was uh, boring. Was walking by, and she was like, "What are you reading?" And I was like, "Oh, Watership Down." And she's like, "What's this about?" And I was like, "Oh, it's about rabbits." And then she was it's like, about "Rules and rabbits." <laughs> no, I, I was like, "It's about rabbits," and she's like, "Dude, that's gay." I was like, "You shut up." <laughs> Tell me about the rabbits, George. 
<laughs> so like, that's gay. Just read them oh, yeah. Tell her to read I mean, that's, Men that's, and Mice. Animal Farm? That sounds familiar to me. Mice and Men. It's kind of... It's kind of valid because you could be like, I'm reading Lord of the Rings, man. There's orcs and goblins and wizards and shit. Or you can say, I'm reading about rabbits. <laughs> reading about rabbits. I'm reading about the bunnies and, and their society. <laughs> I mean, he had to come up with something because when he was telling these stories to his daughter, he was just, make, he was just making up whatever. Mm-hmm. And then going home and, and then right like, before he fell asleep thinking, okay, I need to come up with some new shit. Right, I'll why, just make up why whatever tomorrow. <laughs> Yes, but I, now he's got to write everything down because he's got mm-hmm. a book deal, you know? So. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't think it was an actual, like, I knew it was an actual book, but I didn't think it was an actual children's book. I thought it was just like a book in general. And then mm, uh, I see. hearing Juan say that it goes that, that uh, into it, I wonder how bored out of their minds the kids would be that people tried to read this to. I mean, I don't know, kids back then were probably smarter, though. Maybe. Especially the British ones that were reading it because it won uh. all sorts of awards and stuff. I don't know, I mean, man. it was counted as a. I mean, they 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 had to read more than the kids do today. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, that, I, that is a big difference. Yeah. Only... Whereas nowadays, we we can just say orc and we know what we're talking about. Back then, yep. I guess orcs was just like, okay, uh, what right. does it look? Like? Read it. Yeah, right. yeah there was no. There wasn't you know in the cultural conscious or the zeitgeist what an orc was. You got to go read mm. it. Yeah. But when I read that book and I read the book before I saw the movie when I was uh, in middle school and I didn't finish it. And there's a big difference between that book and Lord of the Rings. You read <laughs> Lord of the Rings. Of course, Lord of the Rings is famous for the world building and the lore, but it's all interdispersed and put throughout yeah. the Lord of the Rings trilogy. Anthology. And when you start, yes, when you start reading that book though, uh, Watership Down, every, all of the lore is right up is yeah. top loaded. <laughs> And it's a struggle to get top there, heavy. especially yeah. for a freaking kid. It is very top heavy. It it was Jesus Christ, and like it, I think I stopped where they were like trying to describe how the the days and times are used because they have like their own words yeah. for for days and stuff. What the Cause, hell? Because yeah. they use the the wordings and yeah, stuff they, throughout the book, so you have to know how many days for them or how many weeks it is for them, and they have yeah. You got to pull out your your translator you gotta pull out your yeah. cheat sheet and be like okay okay that's what they meant you gotta go to the right? as many book. days means that go to the glossary. yeah that, that's that's a bit much for me <laughs> so i think the movie is really really good at kind of distilling the central though yeah point. just just the myth and that's it like that's all you need to know and they did go yeah, out so. of the way and i i think use some like uh i don't know what word to use like rabbit is whatever the rabbit lore words in some mm-hmm. of like whenever they talk they have their specific way of talking, and everybody talks that way. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. that, I mean, that's how the book was too. Yeah, yeah. and I, I thought or that they was say cool. uh, they say "hooderoo" for the Fru-de-roo. car or yeah. something, or or yeah. these, I guess, the surname or on the honorific "ra" for you know, chief or yeah, yeah, know, yeah. And they have honorifics in this side. Yeah. So they're yeah, they sure do. So there were like, I also didn't know that there was more things done after this i didn't know mm-hmm. that there was another like i knew you told me uh, miguel that their netflix was making like a mini series about it but i I didn't know that there was yes. also a british series run on uh there was the bbc i think yeah from the same production studio Damn. uh but they promised to tune you know turn the tone all the violence down but, but not really just the violence because again what makes that movie is not the violence what makes that no. movie is the tone yeah it's all about that insidious tone like oh man mm-hmm. something's gonna fucking happen right now and, and that, that shit keeps hitting the fan yeah, yeah. I, I don't think that's really present in the children's series because that's really yeah. just let's just make well, some money off this thing well well again <laughs> it's it, it's it's time uh especially especially with with that little like uh, i forget what's the word for it but like um just like everything's gloom and doom or just how even it sounds it's for its time especially because this was done in europe so you know they had to deal with they had to deal with world war ii so post-world war ii a lot of it was very bleak (laughs) a lot of it was very um in your face uh, depressive yeah well, it, well, that too, because the art world, and that's why I'm saying it, like this literary stuff or this animation stuff, because in the art world, that's how it kind of was. Because post World War II, um, it was very depressing. It's too real, like, very man. bleak. 
Yeah, it's it's very depressing. So when you look at a lot of the artwork in that time, it's very not fun to look at. Mm-hmm. And then eventually we yeah, get to the that's... 50s and things like that, and that's where it gets kind of vibrant and colorful. Um, yep. But then we get into war, but you know that's United States by by now. And how? Yeah, it's interesting <laughs> over there because uh, you know they they actually got. You talk about Great Britain during the war. You know they were actually bombed out and everything. They yeah. were getting shelled all the time. We didn't get any of that. No. Yeah. So it was very our outlook was very different. And you had yeah. the children though that grew up during that time, and that came of age during you know the '60s and the '70s. They went on. And lots they're of silly very things. pessimistic. Yeah, you know, yeah. some of them are, and then you have people like Monty Python came out of that. You yeah. Know, so they just make wildly ridiculous. <laughs> you do. You do. And did you uh is the Netflix series already out? It it is. It's I think it's been out about a year and a half. That was on that was a BBC production first, and Netflix just got the rights mm-hmm. for US distribution. I think I started to watch maybe five minutes or so of the first one. I just couldn't get past the the three D, you know. Oh the, mm-hmm. their art 3D. style. I just Yeah, no, they, their art style yeah. they're making the thing. I just can't. <laughs> I need to give it a good a good try. The voice cast looked good. Yeah. It's got John Boyega. Is mm. is it that like some is other it notable people? That three D where they make the models, but for some reason they chop it up instead of just giving it like the whole uh, proper fluidity. sixty frames it, and fluidity that it's supposed to have. Uh, I can't really recall. I just kind of blocked it out. <laughs> I just you know when you go from something that's so beautifully animated, you know, like and, this, and then you throw and, up you in know, your hands. of its time. <laughs> yeah, and then it goes to that. It's like, oh. yeah. that's just the way of the world. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just watched the trailer right now as you spoke because I had no idea this was actually getting a Netflix adaptation. Um, it looks shit. <laughs> like, yeah, the, the, the CGI looks fucking garbage. But uh, yeah, it, it looks it's yeah. that kind of thing where um, they decide to cap it out at about 20 something so frames per second for some strange reason. And so it looks that's really jarring. Yeah. Well, not smooth. Not smooth. No, not, not smooth yeah. at all. And, and, it, and they it's sad because I feel like if they're doing something that was animated pretty nicely, they should try to emulate it. Because it seemed like the kind, like they put some effort into the uh, the opening sequence with the mm-hmm. whole like telling the 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 story. Because um, they did that really nicely with like puppet looking things because they have wires connected to them. I like that. But then it, it looks like when they got to the movie part, they're like, "Fuck it, did do whatever." Our budget yeah. isn't high enough. <laughs> <laughs> we have to pay these poor British people, and they get paid in real wages, not like those people across the sea. <laughs> I guess they don't have a sea. I guess they just have a bunch of land in the middle. Maybe they had. <laughs> maybe the money went to the voice actors. <clears throat> maybe the money. I mean, they are Probably. notable voice actors. That's tip. That's typically what happens, honestly. Yeah, we have the this. ones I recall from there: are John Boyega and Peter Capaldi. Those, those are. I mean, John Boyega, of course, is yeah international now because of Star Wars. And yeah. Peter Capaldi's uh, maybe you know him for he's the most recent Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. Not the current one, but the one from. Yeah, so it's it's probably a lot of the the money went towards like enlisting famous people, which isn't the first time you know productions have done. Yeah, I mean, a lot of American movies, uh, animated ones at least. Yeah, like I see Most... the logic in it because it's like, oh, if we get these big name people, get, then put the name on we'll the make our money back by like uh, all these people will watch it for them. Yeah, but yeah, everybody will come and see Squatch. Up, yeah, yeah, you know, because I mean, then you end up with a situation like Sir Billy, and uh, I don't know if any of you have heard of Sir Billy. Nope. Mm-mm. No. Um. So, what, what's that man's name again? No, it's a uh, the, the famous Scottish man. I cannot remember his. Sean Con- 
Is uh, it, it, I believe it it's Sean. Sean yes, it's Sean Connery. It's Sean Connery. He is okay, Sir Billy. So this is a situation. This looks so, like garbage. Do you know the history of Sean Connery? He he was essentially a a fish dock worker, Ew. and they liked the way he talked, so he became famous essentially. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, so Sir Billy was a uh, production that he was like, oh, well, I'm gonna do this for because it was like produced specifically for the country or whatever. And yeah. so it's all for like the country. God. And so Jesus. he did this for them. <laughs> um, and you see, this destroyed his career because he refused to do another big name movie and he passed up the role, which made another guy extremely rich and extremely famous. I cannot remember the movie off the top of my head, but he turned it down and he took Sir Billy because he was proud of doing this for his, his own country. country. And Sir Billy, uh, as you can obviously tell, fucking sucked. And so in doing so, in, uh, in, in you know, taking up his country pride and, and uh, you know, voice acting for this, and everyone was like, you're going to be so famous for this, Sean Connery. Because he didn't do it just out of the goodness of his heart. He did it because they promised him that he was going to, like, this was going to be big. And he, but, they, gave him, they gave him a big cut of the movie, like, if, like for the profits and shit. He served and as executive producer. <laughs> negative, negative yeah. cut. Yeah, negative cut. So, so yeah, so he did this movie and it fucking destroyed his career. That was this was it. Like this movie, that was it. It ended it. My huh. God, I, I mean, I remember when I was a kid and I was watching the behind the scenes of uh, DVD of the uh, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah, I don't know uh-huh. if you all know that movie. Yes, he's yeah. in that movie. You know, he's Sir Alan Quarterman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. main character. And in the behind the scenes, he's like, this is why I took on this role. I'm not going to do his voice. You know, this is why I took the part, because I turned down Lord of the Rings because I didn't understand it. He was going to be ah, yes. Gandalf. Ah. Yes. And then he Man. turned down he turned down Star Wars, where he was probably going to be Darth Tyrannus. Hmm. He said, again, because he didn't understand it. And then he said, I still don't understand this movie, but I'm going to do this movie. He could have been in Star Wars or, or Lord, Lord of the Rings. Rings. So I'm assuming, goddamn League of Extraordinary. <laughs> knowing that, I'm I'm assuming what happened was uh, I might be confusing the situation, but from what I know, he he has done this so many times that it destroyed his career. I suppose I think Sir Billy was the I final so. was the <laughs> final the final nail in the coffin for him. If you, but I think the main part of the I think the reason I learned of the story is actually what Miguel just said with the whole League of Extraordinary mm-hmm. Gentlemen situation. Yeah. But from what I know, his entire like. Uh, like he could be. Into, he could have been better off. Yeah, like his descent into uh, irrelevance is because const- he constantly turned down roles that he supposedly didn't understand. If I remember correctly, another role he turned down was uh, he was going to be in the Matrix. Matrix, right. was he? He was, he was going to be, be in the Matrix, face? from what I remember. I believe so. <laughs> he was going to be some role in there, and he turned down the Matrix because he's like, "This is fucking stupid." And. Uh, there is a spoon. What do you mean there is no spoon? <laughs> <laughs> Again, this was a fish dock worker before they before they picked him up. He doesn't have the the, the, the mean, greatest of intelligence and foresight. I mean, Will Smith also turned down the Matrix, or there was a conflict in yeah. schedule or whatever. Yeah, and I, yeah, it just happens. I will, well, I mean, the movies were better <laughs> for it, honestly. I think Jada Jada did a good job. Yeah. I like Larry, Larry Fish, Fish, Fishburn? Fishburne. Yeah. Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne. The cowboy uh, yeah. from I, I Pee-wee's like Playhouse. Yes, the cowboy from, from Pee-wee's, Pee-wee's Playhouse. Playhouse. I found that out only recently. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know. I saw I, the oh, same video you saw. Uh, yep. Mike, <laughs> really? we stumbled across the same YouTube video where he comes out. I, saw I was like, no fucking yeah. way. And yep, he, he was the... Uh, he was the original Lil Nas X. He was the original Lil Nas He had all the horses and all the backs. Uh, I still have yet to actually sit down and listen to that song. I, I haven't mean, yet it's to all right. you already, I haven't you heard it. Right. You already heard it. You did you hear I me say have, did I you hear not. me say the words? You are, right now? Yeah, yeah, you already heard it. You heard it. <laughs> you heard it. I got but the now you gotta watch back. one of the fifteen music videos. Uh, no. the the fifteen Chris Rock is in it. Yeah, he's in one. Yeah. Gotta get in on some <laughs> of that meme money. Yeah. Sure Everyone does. is. And speaking of the voice uh voice actors the voice of hazel is uh, john hurt you know, he, he sounded a, really familiar you know big time guy he he passed away a few years ago but another mm-hmm. british guy now he did pretty well with his career yeah he was in hellboy he was professor broom and oh, oh that's two. why 
He was also, I don't know if you've seen Snowpiercer in that movie. I heard that. It's on my list, but I've yet to see Snowpiercer. It's there on Netflix. It's not, uh, what's his name, Bong Joo. It's not not his best, but it's pretty good. Uh, And to bring up another thing that nobody ever talks about about this movie. This movie is British. Yeah, I mean, I, I I was wondering if they were just using British actors for a while until there's a part where they go into the farm and um, as they're passing through, the radio is playing and it says, welcome to BBC News. I was like, oh, okay. I see. <laughs> I see where the funding is I don't know from. why I had to wait to confirm this, but there it is. Now I know and I'm stronger for it. Like nobody ever talks about anything <laughs> about this movie. All they ever talk no, about is the thing that i keep saying they don't even talk about the they don't even talk about the song bright eyes which was written or well, not written by garfunkel was that the song yeah, that played Ar- 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 when uh when hazel was believed to be dead yeah yes i really and, like that song and the god yeah. of death is just you know helping up fiverr <laughs> he is yeah that's that's again he you know, only he does his job it. nothing more which is the mythology i like that there's a black rabbit of death yeah, yep. I like yeah, I like how they just uh, how it exists and it's just like accepted as part yeah. of society, like that they have to obey. Like when they yeah. believe that he was calling them at the end of the tunnel, they're mm-hmm. like, "We can't, we can't disobey. We have to hear the call nope. of the black rabbit." Yeah, we, I, and at the time, I didn't understand what that meant, but they they literally meant we have to march to our death now. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, oh. wow!" And then yeah. when Hazel, like when he talks to Hazel. He like recognizes him. And he's like, "Yes, my lord." Yeah, and just, like follows him. He just drops yep. dead. Yeah, <laughs> he yep. drops yeah. dead, and his body flattens out. And I, I was like, "What the?" Fuck? I thought that was kind of cool. I but mean, it was cool, but it was still like, "Damn, that's that was quick." I, I mean, but he I seems like he's a he's a very um, benevolent god of death. Yeah, he yeah he's a what's that word I'm looking for? Where where you're you're not good or bad, you're just kind of in the middle. Neutral. He's a very mm. neutral god. And it's not the word, but and that's the know, word. You know, he's he, he's ultimately fair because it's fair like a, you can't say fair. He's yeah. not not balanced. He's not balanced. He's not fair and balanced. He's not fox. He's, not fox. he's <laughs> fair. <laughs> he's a, he's not a fox. Uh, he is a rabbit. Really, what he is? He's he's the ultimate really, equalizer. He is uh, really what he is. If you look at. Again, you go back to mythology, there's a term for it. It's a psychopomp. Oh, psychopomp, yeah. That's what guides yeah. you. You know, they're the pretense, they guide you to the afterlife. And that, that's what he does. He does more yeah. than that, though, because he intercedes whenever. Whenever he you know, feels I guess like he's. It. I guess so. Or whenever he's told to by, <laughs> by a by Frith, you know, God. he's like, go do that. Yeah, <laughs> this guy pays attention. You know, he does what he's supposed to do. He's a good rabbit, so go, you know, go so. help him out. Yeah, so he's not the god of death. He's just uh, the uh, rabbit, the person that that ferries the, yeah. the dead. Yeah, he takes you down the river Styx. Yeah, that's what he's. That's what he does. He's, End he, of the story. He has, he has a little. He has a little chat with you. He's like, "Hey, yo, dog, you want to come over here and die? You know, maybe tired. You know, you're hurting a lot." And you're like, "Yeah, you know what? Like, right cool, now's man. a good time. Let me just lay down real quick." <laughs> okay. And then you're yeah, like, yeah, so, so messed up. Yeah, he just falls over and then he just goes it, away. It got me until yeah. until like the little black spirit came out and I was like, oh, okay, here we go. It, it, it at least <laughs> shows his, his, the spirit leaving his body. At least it isn't yeah. horribly depressing. No, no I mean, he it, had done his job. Yeah, like this, yeah. I mean, I'm assuming the thing takes place like in the future already once they're all settled yes. down. And, yes. Yeah, and then he, he reassures Hazel in saying that, you know, thousands will more will... Yeah, he's like, and thousands more will live to tell the tale or whatever. So it's like he's yep. implying that they're going to thrive, and he says, "I'll take you with me." So I'm assuming he's going to show him the future as well. Yeah, I like the friendly names I mean, that's, of the bunnies. Yeah, they're pretty nice. Uh, that that's the other part of the why people when they talk about the allegory, they're like, "Oh, it's all about deforestation and damn the humans." It isn't. He wrote another book that's kind of about that called Plague Dogs, which was also animated by the same studio, which, directed by the same people. Which is also another Stars thing Jungle. that I want to watch and yeah. talk about on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I need to get it, and then we can watch it. Uh, because the end of the thing is all, it's good for them. And the god even tells them, you pe- your people are going to prosper and live, yeah. no matter what. They're going to thrive, and they're going to make it. So it does follow, you know, the certain, that the story, the, the mythological outline. You have the Exodus when they leave. You know they run away from the tyranny, the foolish rule, the stupid fat 
uh, rabbit that <laughs> rules the place there. Then they go on their journey, and the most interesting, my favorite part of the whole movie is where they run into Cowslip, the empty warrant, uh, which reminds me about the Odyssey again yeah, and the Lotus yeah, Eater. Yeah. The where best they part just, the you know, you run upon, yeah, they, <laughs> they go to these rabbits and immediately you're like, okay, everybody, something's wrong here. Fiverr knows it right away. Yeah. But mm-hmm. they all want to get out of the rain. They go inside and then he starts reciting his god awful poetry, which is very depressing. And right away you can tell, you know, like, they don't want to tell normal stories. They don't believe in the normal gods. They just worship death and that's it. They just want to lay down and die and get taken away in the dark stream. And they just get fed food. By the humans, so that way they can get snared in the trap that Big Wig got snared in. Yeah, yeah. And that's uh, that was my favorite scene. That's the most ominous when he's just down there, just being all creepy, reciting his awful poetry. Mm, now, if you'll excuse me, I don't like the rain. Like a fucking yeah. asshole, and just leaves. I like it. Yeah, it doesn't help him at all. No. If you want to come, no, come when they rescue you, man. <laughs> yep. And when they rescue Bigwig, he's like, okay, I just want to go kill them now. But uh, they didn't. They, they kept on. Yeah. yeah. They kept on going. They found their Even nice Big, Yeah. yeah. Big, I, I love that Bigwig, like, he, he regains consciousness. And the first thing out of his mouth is, like, going to kill him. Going to kill yeah, him. Kill him. Kill them. I didn't expect Bigwig no. to actually, well, to one, when they had the whole exodus from the village, that he'd actually go with them. And then to mm-hmm. yes. be as big in the story as he was. Mm-hmm. Uh, I yeah, like I thought it was just gonna be Hazel and Hazel and Fiber, uh, you know the story of those yeah, two. Hazel and Fiber. And then you know the, mm-hmm. who was it? It was Bigwig and one other bunny. It was like a bigger part than I expected them to be. Yeah, the the one that got a uh, killed. He got attacked, or like when when their burrow was like under siege, like he's the one that mm-hmm. left. Was Holly? Was Holly. Yeah, Holly. Yeah, yeah, Holly. Yeah. Yeah, he escapes the original Warren and he finds them and he tells them, okay, you were right, Fiverr. Everything got all fucked up. They're all dead. Yeah. And he's the validation. one that goes to the new Warren. Yeah. And gets and yeah, messed up there. Him. And he escapes from there. Yeah. And then Holly gets wrecked real bad by, <laughs> by General Woundwort. Just instant death. That poor yeah. guy. Yeah. I, I didn't expect, I didn't know a bunny could bite that hard, but, you know, whatever. Oh, man. Some brutal rabbit too. fights. There we go. How how old would your yeah, kids have to be cool. for you to show them uh, Watership Down? I wanted I wanted to show it to him today, but now <laughs> I just want to watch my want to watch Golden Girls all goddamn day. So. <laughs> uh, I would show it to them anytime, really. Would Amherst uh, be cool with that, can, or rather for yeah, the for the people I, at home, just, would your wife she, be cool with that? I think so. Uh, she just doesn't want to watch it to begin with oh she hates thought it it looked kind of boring oh oh but i can see that one day i, can I see mean one day people would be off but i mean we have a friend of ours that like he doesn't like watching uh shows like before older. a certain yeah. period yeah because yeah. like it's mm-hmm. just like he just does not find the older art styles like interesting yeah, yeah. anything like, that's uh, 2005 and old and yeah older, like if you showed him trigon really? even though it's visually impressive he would not touch trigon that's just awful. I mean, she'll it watch is? old stuff. I prefer. I'm. I'm probably the inverse of that. I'm like, don't really show me anything that's that's past. Like, <laughs> that's past the millennium. Uh, kind of uh, you and me both. And I do. But I do like kind of the new newer stuff. It really depends on the studio and how it looks. Because God, man, there was such an awful time there when they made that transition from hand drawn to, to moving over to pure 3D. That just is trash, garbage, awful. Yeah. Yeah. Now you can watch stuff like uh, Beastars and be like, oh, this actually looks pretty good. Or watch, you know, Spider-Man and be like, man, you know, there's a pretty good uh, use of 3D. But anything yeah. else is fucking uh, poop. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. So what was y'all's favorite portion of the film? Most of the beginning part. I, I guess the, yeah. the Exodus <laughs> in, in general. Just because of that uh, that sense of dread that you had where, oh my god, I can't wait for something horrible to happen. Or I could, I feel like something horrible is going to happen. Like uh, the deforestation, you know, crew is mm-hmm. going to get there and start wrecking shit before they even get out. And, they're, yeah. you know, they're, because nobody believed Fiber, there was like that possibility of them staying there. Yeah. And I was like, oh man, is this when all, when everything goes to shit, is this where all the gore happens? And no. It's at the end. 
one yeah, thing I'd you, like to. You... Oh, sorry. Yeah. Go... No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, sorry. Yeah. No, I was gonna say one thing I'd like to note was um, uh, an interesting part of the uh, movie is when um, Hazel's with his brother and uh, he's like, "I have a plan," and he's like talking to the uh, the female rabbits that are in in, in the cages. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I honestly thought he was just there just to like you know find some random rabbit to mate so with or hussy. something just to you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, just for just for the fun of it. But then later on, he brings up the fact that he's like, no, because they're we like, oh, no... we don't have any, we don't have any women in, yeah. the, in the group. And he's like, oh, I'm already working on that. And I was like, oh, I, I miss Judge yeah. Hazel. I miss Judge Hazel. I, I also, <laughs> he's not useless after all. Yeah, I also didn't know why he was there. I actually assumed that he just kind of wanted to find like a place to chill out for a bit, and he was trying to like uh, try and get inside and you know live off of the the farm food or something and i was like that's kind of weird i wonder why he's talking to these other rabbits and then you know <laughs> you know they brought it up later hey we ain't got no ladies we're gonna put our yeah. peepees to make the babies was this, this is a sausage <laughs> <laughs> even the bird comes out and he's yeah. like what the fuck is that y'all are stupid as shit you don't got any women i will find you women and then they're like oh you're such a genius mr bird <laughs> gotta go to like, baby yes, wives. I am. <laughs> Yeah, the perfect wingman. The per- literal wingman. <laughs> and he he made it back to the big water at the end after he evaporated into oh, yeah. the sun or the moon. Yeah, after he was his lightning bolt and scared the crap out <laughs> of the That was rabbits. pretty damn cool looking. I'm surprised with a lot of the stuff that they were able to do around this time. I don't know what the budget is oh, yeah. for this, uh, but you know, mm. uh, a lot of the art was better than expected. It's not like mm-hmm. uh Disney chair animation or anything, but it is pretty no. good looking for 1978. Yeah, I yeah. mean, we also remember the other movie that we watched from 1978. No, if uh, if, Felix, uh Fritz the cat, Felix the cat, uh, Fritz oh, the cat. God. yeah, Felix yeah. the cat, Felix, <laughs> Felix the don't cat. make the same mistake I did, <laughs> Felix the cat. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it felt oh, like man, the animation cat. felt like that. So, uh, a little rough around the edges, yeah. but it, it shows like it shows where they they try. Yeah, like uh, oh, yeah. with I mean with Fritz the Cat, that thing's like made on God knows zero, zero dollars, dollars. Uh, negative <laughs> dollars again. Oh, Paying the, the workers with pot <laughs> and cocaine. Listen, you can yeah. you can you can have the sex and you can have the uh, the marijuanas if you want, but we ain't got you no know, money. Speaking <laughs> of Fritz the Cat, though, what like I it also had a similarly dreadful tone to it do you feel like that was intended considering the man that wrote it and everything do you think that that sense of like i think it has uh, to do uh, with, with just the style of, of the time like it, it, it gave me a very like uh, it gave me not i would i don't want to say full-blown anxiety but i felt like something was always going to happen and then it yeah. would yeah. That, yeah. that was the thing for fritz but like it, it's also like oh he kind of deserves it because he's a piece of yeah shit. i feel like ralph bakshi uh like before I watched Fritz the Cat, I didn't really know what to expect, and then after I watched it, I was like, "Oh, okay, this guy is mm-hmm. just literally fucking uh, putting it as bluntly as he can uh, what he sees around him, and uh, doesn't really pull any punches." Mm-hmm. Kind of like this, no, kind of like this doesn't. movie, ish. You know, a little bit more fantastical. It involves bunnies. It's not yeah. as bad, I think. No, no, no uh, less tits in this movie. <laughs> but yeah less random Perhaps. tits in the just jiggling around yeah like yeah <laughs> like you guys brought up no, no, didn't go pro fucking. no what no what fuck? he didn't anthropomorphize no crow fucking no, no crow fucking not here <laughs> that's good yeah that's that's a good thing and i <laughs> how would you feel about like i think this movie's pretty good as is i if they made if they actually remade that series and they could just make this uh, make this movie in general uh <clears throat> i wouldn't say beat for beat but try and give it the same tone maybe uh not <laughs> make blood come out of uh uh <laughs> big <laughs> wigs, every big orifice, orifice for, for no real reason uh every I mean, there every is a reason because it's it's crushing his trachea and yeah. he's getting blood in his windpipe i don't know man I've, I've seen something similar. I don't know, man. I've seen animals get strangled. They ain't, they ain't bleed that much. 
I mean, it sense. might have been exaggerated, but you I guess know, the message. I, I guess it is possible to happen. Yeah. You know the message of this guy's fucking dying. It gets, it gets, <laughs> it gets that <laughs> you message get it across. across yeah, you you can't just show him closing his eyes. That's stupid. They do that in wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But what? Like, is there anything in the book that's different? That's like uh, super. N- how can I put it? That's like really necessary that you would want to know that isn't in this movie. Mm. No, I mean, from what I recall, no. But there's more than one book. Wow. There's well, well, well. I think you're there's my two. Mind, or, there's two or three. I think uh, I have them somewhere, but. Again, I don't feel much like going back to, to read them. The movie is just so perfect by itself. If you take it away from, if you just separate it from the other materials, it's so, it's very, very good. And I think it's a good case. Like Guillermo del Toro said, he's a big fan of, of the movie. And, and the behind the scenes that came with the Blu-ray. I don't know if I gave that to you, though. Uh, I Actually, I forgot to check after Juan told me that uh, you could watch this on YouTube. <clears throat> With some, uh, oh yeah, I, I'm, I'm sh- like you could rent it, or I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sure this a well-meaning soul that uploaded it two months ago. Uh, <laughs> he also put the it, movie up. It there. was there. Was it there before? Like yeah, that, that, that. It, it was when uh, I first saw it. When I first saw it, like ten years ago, that's how I saw it. It was free mm-hmm. on YouTube. Uh, yeah, and that's, then that's how I saw uh, it too, you know, or some piece of yeah. It. And then Janus Films, you know, the Criterion Collection, they finally got the rights to it, and when they get it, they're like, okay. Oh yeah, you uh, you tried that Criterion uh, streaming service also. Yes, that's it's on there. Uh, I got a bunch of you know good stuff on there. And if you're in the area, you can go to the county library and pick it up there. It's in the children's section, of course. Yeah, with, with all Blu- the anime, the Blu-ray of Watership Down is there. Juan and, Juan and, with yes. all the with all that, yeah, Juan with all I the studio. That. There's a there's a ton of Studio Ghibli. Uh, anime there There's a lot. in the children's section I'm gonna, and Legends of the Overlord. Yeah, I'll, I'll make sure to take my Legend. Legends of the Overlord. <laughs> I'll make sure to take take my copy and drop it off and donate it there for for them to put in the children's section. You know, it's, it's a cartoon, so <laughs> oh, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> Getting back to what Del Toro said about this is film is a very good case of to make the distinction of you know animation is not a genre. Mm-hmm. It, it's a whole other medium yeah and it sucks that they lump it together like, oh a, what kind of movie do you want to watch uh, uh, animated movie animated. or no. oh man it's totally totally separate and apart you can do things here that you can't do you know anywhere else yeah and it really they really did apply their art to this it has a soul which you do not see a lot of other places so if they remade it they can remake it however you know make it 3d do whatever just make it have a soul, you know, make it, there has to be some art, some life uh, breathed into it. It can't just look all sterile and just phony. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like, all- and they could have added a lot more of the mythology too. Mm-hmm, they could. I mean, you could have a whole, that, that's the thing about reading the book. It's like he, it's like he may have read the Silmarillion, you mm-hmm. know, by Tolkien, because the Silmarillion is all mythology and there's a little bit of story stuff going on. Yeah, and he just put. He's like, okay, the first half of this book is going to be the Silmarillion. The next half is going to be like Hobbit, Lord of the Rings, going on an adventure. That's so much. It's just too much. Too much lore. Too much. Uh, too much terms mm-hmm. for me. Way too much. So I think the movie really did a good job of distilling it, getting down to its base elements, and really telling you a, a good and fascinating story that you just want to see what what's going to happen. What, how are they going to get through this? How will the bunny survive? Yeah. I kind of wanted to show my sister this just to see, um, before I watched it, just to see what her reaction would be to this movie. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, with a preconceived notion that I had with the comments and all that stuff. But I feel like it wouldn't, like, she would have actually liked it if we went, we went down and watched it. And uh, I don't think she would have cared too much about the little bit bits of uh, violence that there were at the end. Yeah, I mean they're not too extreme. No. I mean, that was pretty cool. The dog, though. <laughs> the dog oh, the dog definitely up. ramped up things quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. beforehand it was like I wouldn't call it tame, but it was still you know normal or not no- manageable. Yeah, there you go. But <laughs> then the dog shows up and he just fucks everybody. Yeah. Armageddon. He just yeah, like oh, all hell rains down on these rats. Yeah, everyone surely is your enemy. Uh, 
Yep. Stupid ass wound ward. He's there. He's like, oh, don't run from the dogs. You can't. Dogs won't <clears> hurt <throat> you. Yeah, <laughs> dogs won't hurt you. <laughs> like, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I don't know. And why then he's he charges up. towards the dog too. So he you does. have to give yeah. it to him. He did not give a. He's fuck. crazy. And his he was and crazy. No, he did. His body was and never he's found. Part of the mythology. His yeah. body was never found. Yeah. He is a dog. He very well <laughs> may have survived. It's true. Probably not, yeah, I, I but you know, it, there's a chance. Yeah. He there's killed the dog and used the skin. He killed the dog and he used the skin uh, to go back to the to the uh, the farm. And the farmers don't know any better. <laughs> no, they don't. And he was a big fucking rabbit. Compared he to He was gigantic. Yeah, compared to everybody else. Yep. Now that was another good part, another again going back to the Odyssey, this point of deception where uh where Hazel he goes, because... Uh, Woundward thinks that Bigwig is the leader. He thinks that Bigwig's the leader of the Warren. So uh, what's it? Yeah. Hazel goes over there to be like, "Oh no, I'm not the leader." You know, yeah. Bigwig's then, the leader, and he tricks him. And then he's taken back, and he's like, "Wait, what?" And then that's that's when the dog. Mm-hmm. That's when the dog shows up. Yeah, there's another little bit of tension when they're doing their relay. Yeah, uh, with the rabbits, uh, the dog. He's like, "Uh oh." He sniffs around. He takes a leak, and then he's gonna go back to that other rabbit. <laughs> Then you have another bit of providence where the where the damn birds show up and gets the dog's attention to chase after the other rabbit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been awful. But overall, I rate it quite highly. I mean, I, I would. I want to say for me, a perfect score. I love that. And I tell people to go watch this. Uh, I would tell them, hey, you know those lists? Just fuck them. <laughs> Nothing really happens, <laughs> but you should watch this movie because I no. think it's kind of cool. Yeah. Anything else to say? Not really. Mm. I don't know. It's hard. Um, it's uh, always hard to talk about a movie, and I know we we've done it for for like a, about an hour now, but it's mm-hmm. always kind of difficult to just, um, especially a movie that's kind of uh, you know, if you dig no. deep into it, you're kind of just looking for stuff, uh. Kind yeah. of like this kind of movie, at least, where it's mostly a very surface, uh, hey, this is a story guy kind of stuff. Yeah. Check out the story. Check out the story. Just let it let it happen to you. Just Go to your local library and rent <laughs> the movie. In the children's section. In the children's, In the children's section. section next to anime. Next, next to, to next to actually to, uh, Attack on Titan, the first next season. Next to Love Hina. Next to Love Hina. <laughs> next to Elf and Lead. Uh, next to Bubblegum Crisis. Uh, hold on, let, let me go. Let me go down to review anime. Next to uh, nah, fuck. There's nothing good on here. Next to uh, Devil Man Cry Baby. And next to nah, nothing else good. Nothing else over the top. Whatever. Daria. <laughs> Daria. Yeah. Oh, man. The, the most obscure uh, anime ever. Yeah. <laughs> and... Yeah. Have you... Yes. Have you all seen Pompoko? Pompoko? No. Pompoko. Mm-hmm. Probably not. You should. I'll have to... I think I gave it to you. I might have to figure out how to upload it somewhere to distribute it but that's a really good i mean it's studio ghibli but the animation is just oh i, I remember Pongpoko. no i haven't seen it um no. mark i feel like i want to do this whole thing with mark and i where we just started a, a podcast uh you know the same one but just started and be like so we haven't ever watched a studio ghibli film that we remember <laughs> and then just go out from there and start watching studio ghibli films I've seen the majority of the ones that came out when we were growing up, but the only one I remember uh, more than just like a, a, a faint dream is uh, Nausicaa. Okay. Nausicaa. Yeah, yeah, Nausicaa, The Valley of the Wind. Yep. Of Pretty course, great movie. animation. Uh, and I watched... Design. I, I, I remember watching Spirited Away. I don't remember Spirited Away. Mm-hmm. Uh, no. I've, I've... I remember the boy turning into a dragon and her eating <laughs> at that buffet. Yeah. I've, I've only watched Spirited Away in passing, only because it would come out whenever I had to go to the taco shop and work. 
bring this back. Just I before. think that movie gets kind of a bad rap, you know, because that that came out and that was localized pretty quickly, mm-hmm. uh, you know, for us and all the soon-to-be weebs and <laughs> children and all the emo kids and everybody else glommed onto that film. But if you sit down and watch it, I think it's it's quite good. Uh, especially, it's good for children, but it's just really. Of course, again, the animation. Uh, you can't, you cannot pry that animation. It's just so I mean, damn good. What you're telling me is it ain't no Sir Billy. No. <laughs> it's no Sir Billy. Yeah. <laughs> the antithesis of Sir Billy. <laughs> I'm going to play this video after after we stop recording. Because I need to see it in motion. <laughs> right. Yeah, God almighty. All right. <laughs> it's going to haunt my dreams after I play it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I had to show you this. Uh, I need to know. It's good to know about things that I shouldn't have been afraid of. <laughs> I'm surprised nobody had heard of it either. No. No, this is, and this is so recent. I think too. I, I, this I, is 2012. Yeah, I sometimes look for yeah. trash, but I don't dig too deep into the garbage. <laughs> I think this is like the bottom of the garbage. Uh, <laughs> was that one? No, I said, I think Michael talked about this one time. <laughs> Like, I might have. Like, like at 2 in the morning. Yeah, that sounds about it, right? <laughs> oh, man. You need to get this, and you need to put We can it, watch Sir Billy. I, I, will, I will buy it, I and mean, we can watch it. I'm down it. to watch We can watch it at Ushikon. I'm super down to watch it at Ushikon. Ushikon, dude. Yeah, we'll that watch it, good. and we'll have some drinks. <laughs> we'll have a viewing to... party with the door open. Let everybody oh, come boy. in Sir Billy. <laughs> <laughs> what are y'all watching in here? <laughs> Bad shit. We're watching Sean Connery. Bad shit, man. (laughs) Just meet the feebles. Oh, God. (laughs) No, we're not watching meet the feebles ever again. Ah, That was one of the most sobering experiences I've ever had. I am down to watch it one more time in the future. (laughs) Yeah, one more time is good. I think so. That that would be my third time watching it. Uh, But, you know, (laughs) that would be all I need. Oh, cosplay is the hippo for San Japan. <laughs> oh, God. Tits and everything. Deep cut. Oh, my God. Oh, I that would be great. I wish that. Oh, <laughs> my God. That'd be amazing. <laughs> Nobody. That would be. I mean, I'm sure like 10 people. You'd, you'd get stopped constantly to get pictures taken, but there'd only be like 10 guys. That would Wait, know. as who? Wait, who the, are you the, going to dress up? The hippo from, uh, from Meet the oh, Feebles. Oh, God. Titties. Oh no! What's her name? We carry around a machine gun. <laughs> yeah. Yep. There you go. There you go. You get some furries man. coming up to you. Be like, oh man, that's real yeah, original. That, that's gonna. That's gonna be the the bad thing. Is furries are gonna come here up, and it's gonna be like Grabbing the your young ass. kids. No, dress up as the cow. <laughs> gonna get the one that came out in all the porno. Okay. <laughs> the S and M cow. Uh-huh. Yes, the S and M cow. Uh. The one that got that's off to really killing weird. people. Yeah. Uh, other animals. Yep. Or that a uh, panty sniffing guy Damn. fucking died. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was into more than panties. Oh, he was into everything. 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 Yeah. He, everything. Absolutely. Literally everything. But uh, yeah, we can view, the viewing. I did like I I got I was drunk when we started that movie, and I was sober as all hell by the time that movie. Oh was yeah. Out. I could not get drunk anymore after that movie either because I just kept thinking of the movie. I was like, this ruined my night. It was a good movie, yeah. but I can't, I can't do it. No, the atmosphere noticeably it, changed in that movie. It was, it was emotionally scarring. Like, I felt oppressed by the feeling the movie gave. It was, uh, it was an experience. I'll give it. It is an experience that I, I'm glad I shared with everybody yeah. in this, in this yes. podcast right now. Plus, I think. Plus the 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 friends that we had in the room had. as they left, they were like, "We'll we'll just watch this and then we'll go to the rave and then and then that was like I can't go anywhere." And then I went <laughs> straight to the to rave, extra happy. <laughs> like, ah, yes, <laughs> finally, finally, meet the feebles has been spread. The message has been spread across from not just <laughs> oh, me. God, the plague has been disseminated. <laughs> Jesus, kind of made me. I mean, at at, at at the time, it kind of made me question my friendship with you. <laughs> but then I realized this is exactly why I'm friends with Nimi. He's going to show me things like it this. It shows yes. you new experiences. It shows you art house films. I mean, I do dig into the trash. 
Sometimes you gotta, you know, so you gotta now pretty we're it going up. To, I, I dove even further just for news. So now me. we're gonna watch Sir Billy. Sir Billy. Can't wait. <laughs> Damn. Well, now I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so for the next episode, uh would you guys want to do Birdie the Mighty or Katanagatari? Uh Birdie the Mighty, I guess. Alright, because that's what I told Gabe. Okay. So we do the- And then afterwards Katanagatari. Alright. We'll see you guys whenever I put out this podcast episode. Probably after uh what, what was it called? Katana and the Crystal. But uh see you then. Go to Facebook. Uh, MBT Podcast, Instagram at Magical Broadcast, Twitter at Magical Broadcast. Uh, this and the third, listen to music. Say bye, everybody. Bye. Bye bye. See you around. <laughs> That's not bye. With you, ain't got shit to do. Wanna do nothing with you. Bleeds blue, frozen when I'm with you. Ain't got shit to do. Wanna do nothing with you. Do wanna do nothing with you